0: Hello and welcome to Okawa Book Club, I'm your host John. Today I'd like to talk about Master Okawa's latest book, An Unshakable Mind, How to Overcome Life's Difficulties, which will be released on November 30th. First, I'll read the preface. This book, An Unshakable Mind, teaches a method to build a great character that is founded upon a spiritual worldview. An unshakable mind cannot be acquired overnight. You first need to construct a solid base, like the part of an iceberg that remains hidden underwater. For this reason, I have devoted the whole second chapter of this book to explaining what I call the Principle of Accumulation. In Chapter 3, Confronting Distress in Life, I talked about the manifestations of an unshakable mind. In Chapter 4, Various Types of Evil Spirits, and Chapter 5, Confronting Evil Spirits, I have analyzed the causes of suffering and written concrete ways of overcoming them. I hope and pray that this book will provide light in the darkness to guide those who are seeking and living in accordance with Buddhist truth. Ruiwo Okawa, Master and CEO of Happy Science Group, June 1997. There are so many things I love about this book, and something that I loved about it right from the onset is that it poses the question to us of whether we have an unshakable mind. And when I read that question, I immediately thought to myself, no. (laughs) And I don't know about anybody listening, but I know I have plenty of work to do in that regard. But thankfully the book provides such a comprehensive outline for the steps we can take to fortify our minds into that unshakable ideal. As always, Master Okawa leaves no stone unturned, and the formula presented in this book is one that can be applied to any and all circumstances in life. But before delving deeper into what this formula looks like, I think it would be good to clarify what is meant by an unshakable mind, and also what it is not. So it doesn't mean a mind that is stubborn, but it is a mind that is adaptable to whatever life brings. One of the core teachings of Buddhism is that all sentient beings, without exception, experience suffering. Master Okawa contextualizes this as each of us having a workbook of problems to solve in life. The way that we handle the challenges we're faced with is what determines whether or not we have a mind that is unshakable. So if we're a stubborn person, it probably means we aren't handling our workbook of problems very well. But if we're able to meet our challenges with an attitude of seeing value in them, our mind can become unshakable. It might seem counterintuitive to see our challenges and difficulties as something valuable. Ultimately, we all want to be happy, and life's difficulties are precisely what can seem to get in the way of that. That's why it's so important for us to be deliberate about how we perceive and respond to our challenges. First off, we need to recognize that our challenges are presented to us as part of our destiny. They're there for us to learn and grow from. We need to realize that we're all children of God or Buddha. With this faith at our core, the way we look at life suddenly becomes very different. Every challenge becomes an opportunity. This type of faith is half the battle. The other half is our pragmatic willingness to accept responsibility for how we respond to our destiny. And this is what allows us to initiate changes in our soul tendencies. If we reflect on our life and the problems it entails, we will often find that there are certain recurring themes and tendencies. We repeat these until we've reflected in a way that allows us to understand the errors we're making. It's so easy, especially in the contemporary world, to blame environmental circumstances for our difficulties. We might blame other people or the economy or the government for the problems we face in our own personal life. And it's true that we're all interconnected, but we're only able to change our own mind. And when we become fixated on the thoughts and behaviors of others, which we cannot change, it causes us to feel powerless and shaken. If instead we interpret our experiences as a reflection of our soul and what it needs in order to grow, we can withstand challenges in ways we might never have imagined. So I want to share uh, an example from my own life uh, that was relevant when I received this book and began reading it. So just prior to reading this book, I had been in a conversation with a relative, and they had directed some criticism toward me, and I felt it was pretty unfounded and I was kind of upset about it. So after that exchange I was feeling a bit shaken in my mind. Uh, that person is so ignorant they should keep their opinion to themselves. I was feeling frustrated that I had to deal with this person kind of on a regular basis. I saw them frequently and I was just feeling angry. And so that was the state of mind I was in when I opened this book up. And. As I was reading the book, I saw that it happened to address that specific topic uh, in depth. Of now Our ability to withstand criticism is such an important thing, and we can learn a lot from criticism. And this doesn't always mean that the criticism directed at us is accurate, but it means we have the opportunity to view it from different perspectives and look deeper into it. So while reading this book and reflecting, I considered what the book teaches about viewing ourselves and our circumstances from multiple perspectives. So the way we view ourselves isn't necessarily going to be how others view us. In the case of the situation that I had just described before, reflection helped me recognize that the person that I was angry with likely viewed me in a negative way for a variety of reasons, some of which were due to interactions I had with them in the past. I recognized that in all honesty, I hadn't always been very positive in my interactions with them over time. And without necessarily meaning to, I also had likely made them feel insecure about themselves on many occasions. And then some further reflection showed me that I've had a similar process with numerous people in my life. And so that indicated that there's a soul pattern that I need to deliberately revise and be more mindful about and after reflecting in this way i came to view the other person not as an unfortunate annoyance but just as a reflection of my own soul that was there to teach me a karmic lesson and i slept well after that and it's interesting because this book discusses sleepless nights and insomnia and like how to manage that which uh, if that's something you experience this book has some really incredible guidance for that But so, after sleeping well, uh, which I don't always sleep well, uh, the next morning I received some news that was indicating that some circumstances were changing in my life that would result in less contact with that person I had described earlier. And that's kind of blew my mind. I was amazed. Like, once I had reached this kind of karmic equanimity about the situation, then the circumstances of my destiny and my life literally changed. And it's as though my soul and God or Buddha were waiting for me to reflect in this way and come to this insight and as a way for me to move forward. So this is the power of Master Okawa's teachings. And it's beyond just something that we're rationalizing and like thinking about. It's really something that has a spiritual potency. An Unshakable Mind is just an outstanding book, and it provides us with the tools to dispel ignorance and to accept and then change our destiny. And we we need only to accept that we are children of God or Buddha, and to accept that we are responsible for taking a pragmatic approach to the challenges we're faced with. The book is filled with wisdom and really does provide outlines for how we can address a variety of challenges. There's something for everyone in this book, whether you struggle with anxiety, insomnia, finances, family problems, all of the above, or other things. The solution is in this book, and in the broader teachings of Happy Science. And I would highly recommend, uh, if you do decide to read this book, to also read other books like The Laws of the Sun, uh, The Nine Dimensions, uh, or Laws of Eternity. and. Really, all of them. I mean, there's so many, but (laughs) Worry Free Living is an excellent one. Uh, The Laws of Happiness certainly is an important one. The Strong Mind, Invincible Thinking. All of these books each contain a core set of teachings that are interrelating. So there's so much more I could say about this book, but I feel that Master Okawa wrote it, and said it better than I ever can. (laughs) So my suggestion to those listening, if you haven't yet, is to buy this book when it comes out on November 30th and read it and hopefully learn to apply the incredible wisdom that's in it. So to end today, I'd like to read the afterword of the book. I've already published books on the systematic structure of Buddhist truth, such as the Laws of the Sun, the Golden Laws, and the Nine Dimensions. Even so, the flame of enthusiasm that burns within me to spread Buddhist truth grows ever so strongly and brighter. In this book, I have focused on the idea of an unshakable mind. I sincerely believe that the Buddhist truth that gushes forth from this new approach will provide many people with practical answers to help them overcome their worries. The last chapter, An Unshakable Mind, contains powerful words with spiritual power. May these words send my readers a strong wind to their mast of life and the strength to propel themselves across the ocean of suffering. That is my earnest wish. From Ryo Okawa, Master and CEO of Happy Science Group, June 1997. An Unshakable Mind will be available from November 30th at major bookstores such as Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. For more information, please visit okawabooks.com. That's it for today. Thank you for listening and have a great holiday season.